You need to find two AI tools that you use and you need to master them and only use those two. Okay. I went to like three different AI presentations and all three of them gave me like 25 or 30 different AI tools that I can use. And I don't know about you, but we have enough shiny objects in this business. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning, everyone. How are you? Can you guys hear me okay? Thumbs up? Cool. All right. I am on uh, hotel Wi-Fi and uh, my AirPods. So if anything goes wrong, well, you know the problem is. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So I am here. It is the last day of BXPCon. I'm actually uh, right after this, I got to head out to the airport. Um, but I wanted to hop on because... Um, even if you are not with EXP, uh, I think there is a lot of things that you can take away from any conference anytime. And I don't know about you, but anytime I go to a conference, I get super fired up to come back and um, just share what I've learned. Um, because let's be real, this market right now, uh, I've, I've just I spent the last week around, what do we have? 5,000 agents here, 5,000 agents here. So if you are uh, an agent who is feeling like you don't really know what's going to happen with the way this new, the, market, the market is right now, you're definitely not alone. I literally have just spent the last week with 5,000 other agents who all feel the same way. So um, hang in there. And I want to share with you some of the things that we learned um, this week that I think are the biggest takeaways that I think anybody, you know, taking taking on this market and taking on, you know, where you want to move. I think it's going to be really good to hear a few, few of these things. So a couple of them were marketing and lead generation that's really working right now. I know people always want to know about that. Um, hold on, I'm just jotting notes real quick. <laughs> Something just <laughs> I had to write it down. Um, okay, so here's here's the thing. So right now, you really, really, really need to be on YouTube and Google. You need to be. If you are not on YouTube, you need to start getting on YouTube because right now that is where people are being found. YouTube is working across the board. I talked to 30 agents this week who have closed more than $10 million in sales this year from YouTube alone. So if you are not on YouTube, stop making excuses and go do it. Okay? No excuses. No excuses. You need to be on YouTube. And what's going to happen when you're on YouTube is then you're going to be on Google. Okay. There was a a specialist here who actually, they specialize in uh, helping you rebuild your Google presence. And yes, of course, they're going to charge you money. But um, I am going to tell you a couple of things that really work on Google. And first is being super active on your Google business profile. Okay, you don't have to be active on Google Business like you do on on social media. You don't need to be active on there like you are on Facebook and Instagram, but you need to be there and you need to have location specific targeted keywords in your updates. So I think in the next in the next few weeks from here, we'll I'll go more into YouTube, I'll go more into Google Business because those are the two things, those are the two places that you need to be right now. That being said, since you're going to be up revamping your YouTube and your Google with SEO and targeted keywords, you should do the same thing for your website. The great thing about Google Business and YouTube and your website is that, you guys, that's free. Okay, it's free. I mean, yeah, editing is not free. You can't, you have to pay an editor to edit your YouTube videos, but it's free. Like you're not, you're not paying, you're not putting ads out there. It's all organic. 
And how many of you like organic leads? I mean, especially if you're coming to my course next week, you know that you like organic business because that is what we're talking about, right? We're talking, we're going to spend four weeks learning how to get more organic business. So if you like organic business, I'm telling you, YouTube and Google are where you want to be. And that was brought up, I don't know how many times this week. I think I might have, I might have at one point, if I had heard it one more time, I might start throwing up YouTube and Google. <laughs> okay. It was, it was like so, so, so driven in. Okay. On top of that, you guys, if you are not, if you are not adopting AI, you need to adopt AI. AI is going, it is it, like the here's, here's something, somebody said something. I wish I had written it down. I'm actually kind of bad about taking notes sometimes because I'm like, I know I'm just going to like the things that will, I really want to remember, I'm going to remember. Okay. So I remember what I, it was a really good quote and it was Veronica Figueroa. How many of you know who Veronica Figueroa is? Okay. She is a high, 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 high producer, top, top, top producer. Okay. She is a legend in the real estate world. And she said, in a couple of years, it is not going to be which agent uses AI or which business is better with AI. The agents who do not use AI, who do not adopt AI are not going to be agents any longer. You are not going to be in the business if you do not adopt AI. Okay. And that was said by, I don't know how many people. Phil Stringer was here. Phil Stringer. Do you know who Phil Stringer is? Okay. He was here. I had to do, I got to do a, um, a nice little one-on-one with him. It was pretty awesome. Like I just kind of went and met him, talked to him. And he basically said his tip was you need to find two AI tools that you use that you want to adopt and you need to master them and only use those two. Okay. I went to like three different AI presentations and all three of them gave me like 25 or 30 different AI tools that I can use. Okay. And I don't know about you. But we have enough shiny objects in this business. <laughs> okay. So Phil Stringer's tip was the best tip I heard. And my favorite one that I use in my business is ChatGPT. And my biggest takeaway from this is I need to teach my team how to better use ChatGPT because they don't know how to use it like I do. Okay. But ChatGPT is my favorite one because you can write drip campaigns, you can write text campaigns, you can write follow-up campaigns, you can write social media content, you can write blog posts, letters, farming letters. I mean, anything you want, you can write with ChatGPT. You just have to learn how to use it. And Phil Stringer's tip was, and I'm going to give you guys this one. Hold on, let me get it because I haven't heard my phone. Um, Phil Stringer's tip was... Go into find something on find your social content that worked really well. Find find a piece of content, whether it be an email, something, something that you feel was a really good piece of content that you wrote. Okay. You did not write it with the help of AI, something you wrote from your your beautiful head right here. Okay. And you need to go into ChatGPT and you need to, you need to type this. Ready? I hope you're writing this down. Hope you're taking this. Analyze this content for style, voice, and tone. And then paste the content. I'm just going to give you a result. And then you're going to say, everything that I give you from here on out, I want you to match it to the exact style, voice, and tone. What's good, what you're doing is you're teaching ChatGPT how to talk and think and act like you. Okay. So find your two AI tools and use them. There's a lot you can do. There's a lot of editing software. There's a lot of video editors. You guys don't even need a video editor, just so you know. You don't even need a video editor. Uh, Danielle, I'll put that in the chat shortly. Um, you guys don't even need a video editor. You can do it all through AI, just so you know. Sorry, any of you here who are video editors who love it. You don't need it. <laughs> 
I mean, you can, obviously you can, but if you're trying to save money, if you're trying to think about your overhead, you're trying to think about where your money's being spent, maybe it's better spent on an AI tool that can do it for you in the meantime. Okay. Adopt AI. Yeah. Okay. Now, if you want to talk about where business is coming from, that is not, that is not YouTube and Google, not online business, right? Cause we all, some, some of us want business that is not from online. Okay. As much as, as much as I am the slow, slow adopter to this, expireds and fizzbos. Do you know why? Because expireds and fizzbos are, they want to sell. They have to sell right now. Your people who you're listening to are expired within the last 30, 30 to 45 days. They want to sell. Unless, unless something happened, you know, the majority of them want to sell. Fizbos, people who actually are putting their house on the sale, for sale by owner right now, they want to sell. So invest yourself. If, you, if that's something you want to go after and you want to start finding where that business is coming from today, go invest in some training and some coaching on how to convert expires and Fizbos. I can't help you with that. That's not my forte. But if that's something you want to do, go invest in some training. I can probably find somebody to join us too. Well, these are all things that are, all these things that I'm telling you, these are all on my list. I'm going to reach out to the people that I learned this stuff from and see if they'll join me on this call. Okay. <clears throat> so expires and Fizbos. Okay. So um, how many of you do expires and Fizbos? How many of you have ever thought about doing that? Suma? I know somebody who, um, <clears throat> who does get a lot of business from expireds and it's all from letters and postcards. Yeah. It's all letters and postcards. Mm -hmm. So I know someone, she actually just closed a $5 million listing, expired $5 million listing from postcards. Um, okay. So YouTube, Google business, expireds and Fizbo's and farming. Okay. Just like I just told you with expires and Fizbo's on like letters, you got to keep going. You can't just send one and be like, oh, they didn't call me. It didn't work. And most of, most of us who have done farming, okay, if you've tried it, you stop because you put money into it for six months or whatever, right? You put some money into it. You're like, oh, people don't like me. I got some nasty calls. I did farming. I farmed. I did EDVM. I actually switched my strategy. I do a different type of farming now, but um, I did EDVM for a while. And I used to get so many people calling me, a bunch of Karens calling me, telling me that they they were upset because I was filling their ma their mailbox with junk mail. <laughs> it's just like, okay. But you guys, when I was farming that strategy, I closed three deals within a period of six months and made back my entire return times 10. Okay. So farming. And it's something that not a lot of us are doing. A lot, of, a lot of people are trying to go the digital thing. A lot of people don't have money. People are you're not you're not investing money into your business. If you are not investing money into your business, then and you're not and your business isn't growing, then you got to be investing all of your time into your organic business, and that's just not going to grow as fast as as investing money. So there needs to be a really good balance between money and organic business, right? You can't. You, you, I mean, you can't grow a business for free. You can't do it. So. Um, if you guys want to know a really, really good farming strategy, you need to sign up for Krista Mayshore's uh, mastery program. It's the best farming, best, best, best farming um, uh, technique, I guess, I've ever, I've ever learned. Can't, I can't tell it to you. You got to pay for it. I pay Krista for it. Okay. Um, 
but it really is the best. Um, Petya is asking how large is my farming area? Petya, I have 7,000 people in my farm. Okay. I farm, a, I farm a little bit of a different way. Okay. My farming now, um, is actually, uh, I sponsor, I sponsor magazines. So I have two different magazines, Bonnie Lake and Lake Taps community magazines. They go out to a total of 7,000 people within those 7,000 people. I have digital farms that work on Facebook and YouTube. So all of my content that they're seeing on Facebook and YouTube are actually targeted directly to those those areas. Okay, YouTube's a little bit easier than Facebook because Facebook you have to have a 15 mile radius, but YouTube allows you to um, do it to down to a mile with an with an address. So, so when you start, so when did you start with the farming? Did you start with seven thousand because you just gave the example? No, I started with twenty five hundred. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. Started with 2,500 and I closed three deals, 2,500. And all the deals that I closed from farming, you guys were like one, 1 million plus deals too. But the thing you have to remember is if you're going really after farming, you have to really understand the disc, which is also something I spent a lot of time in a disc class yesterday. You have to understand the disc and you have to understand how to communicate with people who are a high S because typically when you're working with people who are farming, okay, they've seen your stuff for a long time. Okay, so they, they like the stability, they like the consistency, they like the persistence. A lot of times, a lot of times the, the uh, clients that you're going to get from farms are going to be uh, people who have lived in their homes for a long time, 25, 30 years. The decision making is going to take a little bit longer, right? But you know that once they call you, they've decided that they want, they want you, they want to work with you, typically in a farm. Okay, so if you, if you really only like to work with high Ds, <laughs> farming probably isn't for you. If you like to work with the S's and the C's in the world, which we all we all we all need to, farming is a great option. So the other thing that really came up a lot, this is more business related than um, you know, lead generation, was you really niching down. Have you heard of the girls with grit? You wanna know who they are? They have a really cool podcast. You should find it. Girls with grit podcast. But their story is pretty remarkable. What they, what where they were, and where they came from. Talked to another agent who has been in the business as long as I have. She closed twenty five million in her first, in her second year. Twenty five million in her second year. That's pretty amazing. And she did it because she niched down, niche, niche, niche. Girls with grit, joy. So she niched down. How many of you are super niche? I got two people who raise your hand. Three, four, super niche. What's your niche? Mine is people downsizing and moving to assisted living. So seniors? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, hey, uh, uh, so Someone actually spoke on specifically seniors. I'm going to give you some really cool tips. You guys, Kayla, you want some ideas of where to find business for seniors? And I don't know if you're doing this already. If you are awesome. So she does senior seminars and she actually goes into, she partners with funeral homes. She partners with, um, you know, the hard part about the assisted living, you know, is there once they're there, they're there. So you want to try to partner with the planners, the people who actually sell the assisted living. Okay. She does a lot of um, seminars with uh, the people who are, uh, you know, 50, 50 and 60, because those are the people who are actually probably making the decision for the people who are going into assisted living. 
Yeah. So seniors are a really, really good one. And the thing I got to tell you all about seniors, and this is what she, what Lonnie had said also was like, if you want to think about seniors, downsizers and seniors, I think are two different niches in my personal opinion. Um, but yeah. if you, if you're, if you're looking at seniors and that's a niche that you really want to go after, you have to go after it with compassion and heart. If you are not a person who knows how to demonstrate compassion, please do not go after that niche. It's hard because you're dealing with people who are out there making their end of life transition. Yeah. Okay, downsizes are a little bit different, in my opinion, than a, than a than a senior. Because a senior is making an end of life transition. A downsizer is someone who, like, I'm I'm trying to downsize. I'm 44 yeah. and I want yeah. to downsize. It's a little bit of a different different um, niche, but either way, they're both great niches. So then, can I ask a question then? Because um, so I do see I'm working with the the um, assisted living facilities, mm-hmm. and they're to do actual placements. So I'm, I have a placement service, right? That's why I'm kind of like backpedaling it into real estate. But I was, I'm in the downsizer area and a lot of the clients that I'll talk to, in fact, I have one right now, he's out in DC, his dad's here and he needs to get him into assisted living. So he's probably around my age with his parents. Do you think that that's a bad idea to try to kind of do both? Well, I think the the point of being, I mean, I, I think if you master one, if you're an expert in one niche, Mm-hmm. And you're doing it in your sleep. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's okay to do both. But I think the biggest mistake people make when they're trying to niche down is trying to niche too 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 big, too broad, and trying to do too many niches. Okay, good advice. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm realizing I'm ta- I'm take biting off too much, and I'm not getting anything accomplished. Right. right. Bite enough more than you can chew. That's what we do, especially if you're a big mouth. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, it's a lot easier to want to think that you, if the more people, the more people you reach, the more people you can help, right? Yeah. It's, it's it's really easy to think that. But I'm going to just be real honest with you, you guys. If I'm looking for a heart doctor, I'm going to a specific heart doctor. I'm not going to a doctor that does brain surgery and, and orthopedic surgery and, and knows a little bit about a heart surgery, right? I'm going to a heart, a heart, heart right. doctor heart surgeon. So niching down, I think is super, super important. Uh, Joy. I have a question about um, niching down. Mm-hmm. I help a lot of downsizers, active older adults, kind of people. I think they're in my cohort. I downsized. Um, I'm, I, I'm not even looking at a retirement home, hopefully ever. And I've, I've helped that person and that's not my person. I, I do a lot of things with women and I think sometimes about making my niche smaller and talking to women. It really scares me because I do have clients who are men, but I mean, I'm vice president of a women entrepreneurs organization, that kind of thing. I do a lot of things with women's groups. So kind of scares me. I think the thing you got to remember, like, just because you're you're targeting women does not mean you cannot work with men. Right. And it does also it also doesn't mean men aren't going to find you. Like here's a prime example, Krista. Okay, Krista Mayshore. Okay, mm-hmm. what sixty percent sixty five percent of her students are female, but there's thirty five percent who aren't. Mm-hmm. So I think like you know really being able to target who you want to, I think that's okay. Okay, so right. I'm hearing don't be worried about that. Mm-hmm. Just go for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I gave it to I mean, I wrote the day and they told me all the women, it was all women, but they all really were like, yeah, talk to women, talk to women. Nobody's talking to us enough. No, they're not. They're not. And I think, I think um, ultimately like in most, most cases, Mm -hmm. when it comes to a decision of buying or selling a house, if it's a married couple, a traditional, I shouldn't say traditional, um, a female male married couple, it's usually the female that's making the decision. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you. I I play with that all the time. I go back and forth and back and forth because it's narrow. Mm -hmm. It's scary. Uh Getting super narrow narrow is scary. It It really is. It really is. Um, But this is, this is, I'm just telling you, this is what I'm hearing. I mean, I've been saying this for a while, but I'm literally here at the conference of seven or 5,000 other agents. And the entire time they're talking about niching down. There were like six different, six different sessions about niching and like narrow, 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 narrow. So one niche. Yeah. And do it in your sleep. Yeah. Still scary, but. It is I scary things. It's okay. Yeah. You totally can, Joy. You did it. You, <laughs> Thank you. You do, you do them every day. Thank you for answering that. Mm-hmm. Of course, my other scary thing I have to do. I like that you said no excuses. I wrote it down. No excuses. No excuses. I don't want to hear any excuses about why you can't do YouTube. I'm sorry. Like, I don't want to hear I have it. them. I, you don't want to hear it? Okay. Yeah, I don't want to hear them. No. I just want you to do it because I'm telling you. So Sabrina, my roommate, she's actually gone now, but she like, she's here in Vegas. She's filming her YouTube videos here in Vegas. She films three YouTube videos a week. This girl is so busy right now. I have another friend, Haley, out of Knoxville, Tennessee. She has 17 in escrow right now from YouTube. How I don't know about you, but 17 in escrow is awesome. Only if I have a big team. I don't want 17 in escrow for myself. I want more more agents and have 17 in escrow for my team. It's a lot, a lot of work. 17 in escrow from YouTube in a market that is shifting down. So if you're not on YouTube, get on YouTube. Okay, Kayla. I, I just wanted to ask, I didn't realize you could advertise out of YouTube. How'd... You can. I don't I, I don't recommend it. And from what I've heard, I, I have done it before, but I've heard that it actually messes with your YouTube algorithm if you advertise too much from your YouTube page because it's supposed to be an organic search channel. Um, but if you want to run ads on YouTube, you can start a separate YouTube channel just specifically to run ads from. And then drive people to your where you have all your videos? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend running ads from YouTube. Um, like I said, I've done it. Um, been, the only time I, the only time I ever, if I ever run them, the only time I ever run them is literally for listings from YouTube. So, but you said get a different YouTube channel and run your ads. Yeah, if that. you want to run ads regularly, like regular ads through YouTube, you uh-huh. probably don't want to do it from your regular YouTube channel. Hmm. Okay. Got some things. Yeah, actually, I've been yeah. hearing a lot more about YouTube. So yeah, the thing with the thing with YouTube is that um, Google really likes that organic, organic, organic stuff. Like okay. that's why Google pay per click. I mean, you, it's, they're really expensive. It's a lot more of an expensive lead because Google really likes organic, right? And Google, Google owns YouTube. Oh, okay. So that's why it's, that's why that's where that connection comes from. But that's also why it's important. If you're on YouTube, you got to be really active on Google business as well. They got you. You just gotta feed feed the beast, man. Feed the beast. Okay. Like in my course, I'm gonna talk about feeding feeding Meta. Okay, but you gotta feed the beast. You gotta feed the Google beast. 
So when you said active on Google, let's say if we do the YouTube, should we do like an update on our Google page? Like update yeah, you want to you want to post you want to put put updates on there. Um, I'm gonna go. I'll actually teach you a little bit more about Google on a totally separate call because I'm not gonna have time okay. today because I already know okay. you're gonna have a lot of questions. Everyone will. So um, I think that's just a totally different conversation. But yeah, you want to post updates on there. You want to post um um like your open houses. You want to post anytime you have a new website launch. There's a lot of things that you want to do on Google. Okay, and for the YouTube, uh, is it necessary to use TubeBuddy? Is it necessary? I, I don't know why you wouldn't. It's only like 10 bucks a month. Okay. What, what did she say? Hey, buddy, it's, it's, it's a way, it's actually, it's a really good um, SEO keyword search tool that helps you realize, it helps you learn your metrics for your channel. Like what, what terms are going to work best for your channel? It's a Can whole, it's a whole new tool. Oops, Tube what? Buddy, T-U-B-E-B-U-D-D-Y, Tube Buddy. But it's only it's only ten bucks a month. I don't know why you wouldn't use it. It's gonna help you. Okay. You should also you should also have keywords everywhere extension on your Google Chrome browser. By the way, you should all have that on there. It's literally like five dollars a month. That's gonna help you again understand SEO and what terms are working for you. What is so, it? Keywords everywhere. Keywords, keywords everywhere. Okay. And the last thing I'm going to talk about, and then Danielle had a question I got to repeat for you guys. I'll give like you guys a chance to write it down again. Um, is the other thing I'm hearing a lot about, I mean, this whole entire event was about teams. Okay. I, I actually went up and started and talked about building a team, building a team in a constricted market. This is the time when people look at me like I'm crazy. You're building a team in this market? There's a lot of teams around me disbanding. If you're struggling in business right now, and you don't and you don't have the money or the wherewithal to learn how to market yourself and learn how to do it consistently and you don't have you don't have the the funds to hire somebody to help you join a team join a team i have one agent on my team who just came over she's been in business for 3 years zero deals in 3 years Okay, she's on my team. And with the little bit of help that I've given her over the last six weeks, she's got a closing next week. She's got three active buyers right now. Because she came on my team and she she absorbed everything, everything that I'm teaching her. And the thing is, if you're going to join a team, you got to get over your ego because it's not about you. Okay, right. you're not, it's not about you. You are helping the team build the team business. And then hopefully, if you can buckle down and do what you're learning and absorb enough, when you feel confident in taking what you've learned, then you go and replicate that for your own business in the future. You're going to have to give up. Like if you don't have money to invest in coaching, okay, I invested in Krista Mayshore coaching, but it's, it's pricey, right? It's pricey. But because of that, because I invested in that now, I offer people the ability to come in and learn from me and pay me through closings. Right? So, so I heard that so much about how teams right now are really excelling. The team model is, I mean, the team model is, is definitely the wave of where the real estate business is going. 
Are so, you talking about official teams? Yeah, like, I'm talking about the Linnea Carver home team. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. And that's a kind of a different breakdown of, of like referral, like fee, how the people are paid or share their commission. It's not like yeah. having somebody under you. You're not talking about just bringing people nope. under you. Nope. Okay. Nope. So, so it, so when I'm talking about like EXP, we have organizations, right? You sponsored to Wendy, Wendy sponsored to me. So you're in my organization, right? If you were working for me, you would be a buyer's agent on the Linnea Carver home team. And with that, what would happen is you would then get all of my systems, all of my tools, all of my processes, but you would pay me a pretty big commission split rather than you just paying your 80, 20. Now you're paying me a bigger split. Okay. Okay. So yeah, you, you give up a little bit more of your commission, but if you aren't close on any deals in the first place, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think that ultimately if you're in this business right now and you are struggling, join a team. And if you are excelling, create a team, share that knowledge, share that wealth. I am so excited to grow a team right now. You guys, I was so excited to get up and go on stage and ta- and teach people how I'm doing it and why I'm doing it in a market where people are disbanding their teams and people are looking at me like I'm crazy for building a team when no one knows what the, what the real estate industry is going to do. The only thing I can control right now is what I teach people. It's the only thing I can control. Okay. And there is nothing more exciting for me as a leader. So if you have this, if you have this trait, if you have this trait, go out and create a team. I'm just telling you. If you're in Washington, you have to get your broker's license first. Sorry, but do it. But there's nothing more exciting for me than seeing someone who's been in the business for three years with no deals on my team for less than six weeks. She's got a closing. Yeah, that's awesome. She has other people in our market now, other people in our market now calling her and saying, Hey, what are you doing? I'm starting to see you more. I'm starting to see you have, are these your listings? What are you doing? Right? There's nothing more exciting than that. So if you guys aren't, if you have that capacity and you want to be able to go and you want to be able to help other people, this is a really good time to build a team. It costs a lot of money. I'm not going to lie. Okay. It's expensive. It's expensive. But if you're struggling for business, find a team because I'm going to tell you, you guys, you gotta, it's, it's going to help because I'm just, I just gave you, I just told you learn AI to get on YouTube, get on Google, call expireds, call Fizbo's, do your farming niche down. I told you all those things, right? That's a lot. That's a lot. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven things I just gave you to do. If you don't know how to do those and you're going to go on and you're going to, and you're going to get one of those accomplished in the next year. Okay. That's only one thing. If you join a team and they are already doing all of these things, that's seven new things that you can adopt in the next year. See what I mean? So those were those are the biggest, biggest takeaways from the um event, from the event this week. I think being surrounded by 5,000 agents and just learning about what the real estate market is doing and knowing that, you know, if you're struggling, you're not alone. <laughs> there's so many people struggling right now. You're not alone. And there's so many different there's so many different things, so many different ways you can kind of get out of that struggle, right? There's so many ways you can get out of that. So, um Danielle, I promised you I would share with you the the uh, chat GPT prompt again. So if you guys um I don't know if someone wants to type this in there, but okay. So what you want to do is you want to go to chat GPT and you want to type in uh, you want to find a piece of content that you wrote. So I like found a piece of Instagram content, for example, that I wrote. AI, AI didn't write it for me. 
And I wrote, analyze this content for style, voice, and tone. And then paste the content. And then the next thing you're going to say after it comes back with its result, ChatGPT is going to tell you what it says. You're going to say, match everything from here on out in exact style, voice, and tone. Do y'all get that? Because here's the thing is um, um, with ChatGPT and any AI tool, especially especially like a chat tool, a tool where you're learning to have it talk like you, you have to teach it to talk like you. And so you've got to be able to give, you got to feed it content. Feed the content, feed it. Feed the beast. Uh, Suma. Um, hi. Um, you know, like you were, you were talking about the ad, right? And mm-hmm. things are moving from Facebook ads to Google ads, like sending the videos, all those things. What do you think? Is I know it's not organic. Are you asking me if I um, if I advertise on Google, like videos on Google? Yeah, yeah. That's that's YouTube ads. That's the only way to advertise videos on YouTube, Google is YouTube ads. And I don't I don't necessarily think that you should run YouTube ads. Okay. From your main channel. Got it. Whole whole different YouTube ad strategy. But what you do for Google is um, you drive them to a landing page. So you run a Google pay-per-click ad, you drive them to a landing page. Okay. And then in Facebook, you've got your retargeting audiences set up. So as soon as they go into your landing page, then they're being retargeted on ads through, through, with video through Facebook, Facebook okay. and Instagram. Got it. Okay. Yeah. That's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Petya. I just wanted to add from what you said about the field stringer, uh, the sentence. Usually um, he suggests every time. So when you do the match everything from um, now, the voice and tone. So when you get the first answer, he always said, save it somewhere. And every time when you start a new chat, post it there because um, the chat after, let's say, 40 minutes or something, it's kind of forget or it's getting broken. So every time when you start to ask chat GPT, you have to put this there as a sentence at the beginning and start yeah. a new chat. Yeah, chat GPT is a whole, whole new tool you have. you guys have to learn. Yes. So, like that's but that's why I said, you know, I can give you 35 different AI tools, but they're not gonna help you. You need a master yeah. of one. Yeah. And you got you got just gotta teach them to talk like you. So okay, I hope this is helpful for everybody. Thank you for joining me. I'm gonna go and um <clears throat> pack up the last of my stuff so I can get on my plane and head back home. I'm ready to go sleep in my own bed. I've been in Vegas uh hotel bed since Sunday. Ouch. A long time. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for joining yeah. doing this, this morning. Awesome. Thank you. Absolutely. Guys. Thank you. All right. Thanks, everyone. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.